0: I love it. I think it's delicious. I know it's a little weird, but I'm a big fan of pimento cheese. Just custom, Welcome to another episode of Fits with the Founder. I'm your founder, Nick Sherburn.
1: I'm Cassie, not the founder.
0: That's Cassie. I <laughs> felt like I kind of caught myself off guard when I started there. I sounded way too serious.
1: Yeah, that was that was yeah. your serious face for sure. I don't know. And it's this is the master's edition. Like, you yeah. can't be serious. Is this
0: really the master's edition? It, yeah. I'm all thrown off for people listening. We're actually taping this pretty early because Cassie will be on um, a little vacay.
1: I'm going to be in Jamaica. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: that'll be fun. Hopefully.
1: Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. But yeah, so, we're doing this a little early, so our master's predictions may be outdated by the time you're listening.
0: Yeah, and I'm right in the mix of March Madness, so like my head's already like thinking about what ba- bets I need to place tonight.
1: Oh, boy.
0: I had a good night last night with Arkansas winning. That was big.
1: I uh, Zaga was in my final too, so <laughs> I'm dead in the water. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah see, I had Arkansas beating them last night. The only one I, I lost last night was I really wanted Texas Tech to beat Duke. For whatever reason, I'm just, oh, man, I'm going to get some haters on this, and I actually know one hate. Hater that's gonna text me. He knows who I'm talking about too, because he listens to this. And but I'm just not a Duke fan, like mm, a, a coach. That Duke is a fan. hot
1: take. Man. I know
0: I'm not. It's I wanted Texas Tech to win that. Oh
1: boy. Ah, yeah. Well,
0: back to golf um, <laughs> and away from my uh, NC March Madness um, slash
1: gambling addiction. Yeah,
0: I love March Madness. I just think it's fun.
1: So. I'm lukewarm on it. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah. in our yes or nays. Um, we so we do kind of want to talk about Masters, even though we're a little bit far out to be able to make any real predictions like we don't even know if Bryson is playing yet obviously when you guys are listening to this you'll know yes or no but
0: I mean I would guess he played he's played in the match play right he
1: did did he
0: lose yesterday yeah he won the day before though right yeah he won Wednesday lost yesterday It was like, I, but I'm confused how that whole tournament works because they changed it where it's not one loss you're out which it used to be
1: yeah the the format is weird and it's he was one of the only ones that I was even really following and he had a really rough day but I got distracted by all the rules situations that were going on where like he got relief and someone else didn't but they landed in exactly the same spot the PGA Tour is wild it's wild
0: I want to know, like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see any of that. I'm mad that they put that tournament during March Madness because I just can't follow everything. Yeah, and so I really like match play tournaments, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about that too later. But that one was one of my favorites. So there was just bad rulings yesterday.
1: Yeah, it, w- it was. The, so Bryson basically his shot landed basically right on the rough, and he got relief. And then someone basically shot the exact same shot on the same hole. And was there a
0: bunch of rain or something? No, I know. Oh, I don't know. It
1: was weird. Okay. So. Boy, whatever I need Um, to
0: be better educated
1: the only so it was just weird stuff happening and then so again we're kind of a week behind so people are gonna be listening to this but Keegan Bradley made a fool of himself um he so he was using the aim point technique which I I don't know if you're familiar oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. okay well I think it's weird and I've been like reading up on it a lot lately so it's really funny that this popped up in my Twitter feed he stepped over the putt like he stepped over his line like five times did the aim point thing and still missed the fucking putt like he made a fool of himself and then missed
0: it one of those things like plum bobbing for people that know what plumbobbing is. That's when they hold their putter up. It's basically a way to uh, like a measurement tool, Yeah. but it's still, it's like, there's a, there's a fudge factor to it. Right. Or it's my favorite word to use is swag. You know what swag is? Yes. Yeah.
1: It's, but like, to watch someone like Keegan Bradley, who it's like you're a name, like you're a name on tour, and you're doing this, and you Justin
0: putt- Rose used to do it. I think he still does it.
1: He Justin Rose does, but he usually makes the putt when he does it. <laughs> so I think well, Adam not Scott- as much
0: recently, but yeah. yes, it's it was weird. Well, with the Masters coming up, yeah, I, 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 you want to you put in here like Masters predictions and stuff, and I still don't have one. Like of all the majors, like the Masters is still the one that I don't know if I know who to pick at all ever it's like when when we do the others everybody goes well i don't understand like the rest move the courses move yeah. so like wouldn't that be harder i'm like no because they kind of do this rotation i kind of have an idea like the bomber's good at this mm-hmm. or somebody who's good at putting's good at this like the masters you kind of need it all and it's usually like these wild cards that yeah. kind of win it and I, I don't really know like i really don't know who my favorite is going into this one i i feel like we're also due for like the super wild card person like yeah like the person that came out of nowhere like the Zalatoris last year <laughs> yeah. but like something like that like I think one of those is going to hit like this a year.
1: sleeper yeah I I've been so distracted by all the drama with like Phil not being there and like Hideki in the fact that he's going to be defending but he's been injured like I've been distracted by the drama too much to really actually make a pick and I'll tell you I would want it to be Bryson but I just don't think that's
0: no I don't think he's going to be healthy enough for that Yeah. but I, I yeah I don't, I don't know I think it's going to be a sleeper I think it's going to be really hard Um. I yeah I don't think they will Decky will uh defend just because he's not playing his best golf right now. It's yeah. just really Masters doesn't get defended. It, but,
1: not usually. Yeah. Unless you're Tiger Woods. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the Masters and Wait, and, he might he he's not on the list. So, again, as you guys are listening to this, you're going to be like, ah, we already know. But they released a list of past champions that are not going to be at the Masters. And the, the point of that was because they were basically putting Phil Mickelson's name on it. But Tiger was not on the list.
0: I still don't understand why Phil's not playing in this.
1: It's a whole thing. It's We've talked about it ad nauseum. Like,
0: is this more him or is this more, I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I, we, everybody's like, he's in hiding. He's in witness protection. I was like, I don't think it's quite that serious. but.
0: I mean, listen, it wasn't. there's been worse things said and yeah. done on the PGA Tour than what Phil Mickelson did. Correct. I think he probably just got to the point where I don't want to deal with this and just said peace out for a while. Yeah. Well,
1: and he probably wasn't going to win anyway,
0: so it's fine. There you go.
1: Um, <laughs> There's so the 30 for 30. I don't know if you're a fan of those documentaries. I am. I'm a yeah. huge fan. Okay. I was going to say, they're very, very interesting. The The shark documentary is coming out soon.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I'll, I'll definitely be. I mean, I watch them all pretty much anyway, but I'll be watching that one.
1: I so I, wonder, I,
0: if, I haven't seen the teaser. I only saw that it was coming. I haven't really seen all the teasers. Mm-hmm. Are they going to talk about
1: his his masters fall apart. That's the whole thing. The whole documentary. Right, but are they going to do
0: any of the new stuff? Like some of the controversy around the Saudi Mm, tour? No,
1: I doubt it. I think the whole premise of it is the 1996.
0: Speaking of which, did you see the Saudi tours coming to Chicago?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I will not be going.
0: That's interesting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I will. I will not be in attendance. <laughs> but yeah, no, they released their schedule. Um, it's an interesting. It is. It is an interesting. Feel I thought more of them were going to be
0: overseas. They're almost all over here.
1: Yeah, because they're trying to capture the PGA Tour audience. So, which I get. Like, I actually understand the strategy.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, do. I just it, interesting.
1: It was weird. Yeah. Um. Outside of Masters stuff. So, do you have? Do you have a specific prediction or just sleeper hold? You just yeah. Right now,
0: or? I'm going to go with the sleeper hold, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold that. And then when we get closer, I want to, I'm going to choose my sleeper, but I'm, I just feel like if you look at like the cadence, like we've had some pretty big names, we haven't had that rando, which the masters usually has one or two every 10 years. I feel like we're, we're time for that.
1: I, I agree with you. Um, outside of masters. So we had Shaq out here helping out with the LPGA, uh, qualifying tour. So he's now in like commercials and all of this stuff for that. Like just showing Shaq who's massive next to these like little PGA or LPGA tour women. It's just like hilarious. One I of the women him. was working with him and was like, he was holding my golf club and it looked like a toothpick.
0: <laughs> I um, love Shaq. Any same. video I see of Shaq, he's just funny. Him and like Charles Barkley got it right after the NBA.
1: Yeah, they totally did. Yeah. Uh, would you even, would he even fit in our bays to fit him? Because he's so tall.
0: Well, he definitely fit when he hit the top of him Maybe. With a golf club. Oh, it would be close. Yeah, yeah, that would
1: be. I, Shaq, if you're listening,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> please come in. Yeah, I Yeah, come in. Pit. I mean,
0: yeah, that was an interesting thought. I think it, it a driver. I think he might smoke at the top of the bay. Maybe. Oh God. Okay. So some of our, a lot of our bays are probably tall enough for him. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a couple locations where he's going to have some trouble getting fit. Yikes. But I mean, we've definitely. I mean, we've had some tall people like Scotty, like here in Chicago. I can name. I'm sure we've had them all over the country. Yeah. But I don't always hear everybody we fit. But like in Chicago, I mean, we fit half the bulls. Yeah. Through, I mean, throughout the years, um, from pick to Q coach to, I mean, you name it, up and down we fit them and they've all been able to swing and fit in there, but.
1: Yeah, Shaq's like on another level though. Yeah. He's, he's a, a big a, dude. He's a big boy. Um, yeah, so that was a really interesting thing to see. And then outside of that, we just have we have a couple, um, CC club champion announcements.
0: Yeah, not much new on the demo front. Um, I mean, constantly demos are going in. I think um, we mentioned a ton on the last episode. Um, there'll be some more. I think I'll be able to tell in the next episode, but it's just little stuff like we'll be having, you know, obviously everybody saw the new Scotty Cameron yeah. Phantom X launch and uh, those demos, like every company, it takes a little while. So those demos will be filtering in here in the next couple of weeks. I think that's probably our biggest one. Um, PXG milled grind wedges um, are filtering into the stores over the- next couple weeks. So those are probably the ones going, uh, in the, in the near future, but some more to come. Um, and then we got some new stores opening.
1: Yes. We got two new stores this month.
0: Yeah. So Ann Arbor in Michigan, uh, go Michigan, I
1: guess. Eh, I'm a little, eh, eh. What are you,
0: Michigan State fan? <laughs> uh, no, I'm
1: no, I'm a nothing <laughs> Michigan fan. Not, not Detroit, not college, nothing. Okay.
0: <laughs> so we got Ann Arbor in Michigan opening up, which is a great market and uh, a cool college town if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, uh, Charlottesville, Virginia.
1: Yes. Yes. Which, so,
0: that one, I have never actually spent time in. So I'm looking forward to going. I've, I've never been to never, Charlottesville.
1: I've never been to Virginia. Oh. Like I've never been to the state of Virginia.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> We got some stores there that uh, there's a lot of avid golfers there, that's the good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Charlottesville, Virginia is open too. And uh, there's gonna be some more by the end of the month. So well, yeah. I think we have about four this month, but those are the first two.
1: And anytime we open a new store, um, 50% off in that market with your fitting fee if you make a purchase of $500 or more. So if you're in either of those markets or adjacent to it and want to make the drive. It's definitely worth it.
0: So another fun thing this week is where were you this week?
1: Where was I this week? Yeah, I was in Newport Beach, California because <laughs> I was hanging out with Paige Spiranic.
0: First of all, those are two great things. Yes. Getting to go to California, Newport Beach area specifically, and then Paige, yeah, for what? Filming the new commercial. Yes,
1: yeah, so we were filming a new commercial, which by the time um, you guys are hearing this, will be about a week out from it launching. But she is one of our brand ambassadors, as you guys know, um, and she is incredible. Like she, I've never worked with anybody who is like a one take wonder kind of situation, and she's so good camera. She knows what she's talking about. Um, and she's just super fun. Like her personality is exactly what you expect it to be. Like she's bubbly and, and adorable. So we got to spend the day with her and we were doing a really fun shoot. Um, it's, you know, it's a, a funnier shoot than we've done before. So it's, I'm excited and I had a really good time with her. So.
0: Yeah, no, I only saw the pictures, uh, that you put up on, uh, our social media. Yeah. I was like, I was telling you before this, I'm like, I cannot believe how she pops off a screen. She's beautiful. Yeah. She
1: it's, she's so pretty. It's sometimes like, it's hard to look at her Yeah. <laughs> looking at the she, sun. <laughs> I
0: mean, those pictures are just off your iPhone. I'm like, wow, she, I mean, you, pops off that screen.
1: Yeah, she's very engaging. She has a very yeah. engaging presence. Love um, that. But so you guys will see the commercial.
0: So, you know, in the next couple of weeks, look out on your TVs for that commercial. It's yeah. going to be
1: cool. It was awesome. Uh, I don't think we have anything else for Club Champions. Ready so for some
0: yay and nay.
1: Yay or nay. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, we have some pretty standard ones this time, so let's just dive into it. So, Nick, yay or nay, the green jacket.
0: So, you're going to hear this because we got a couple of, uh, things about the masters in this episode, obviously. And so you'll hear a couple of my hot takes about the masters, but <laughs> oh, no. I mean, the masters, here's the deal. The masters is very quirky. Um, that's part of what makes it fun is the quirkiness of it. Yeah. Like all the little rules and traditions and all that. And I have a couple I agree with a couple. I don't dis- I disagree with. So if I had it, I think the green jacket's a little weird. It's like a little too understated personally, yeah. uh, for how big of a deal this thing is, but it's a tradition unlike any other or whatever he says. <laughs> that, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say nay, but I'm not like the big I guess yay i think that uh i think we could you know for the status we could do a little bit better but the green i mean listen it's tradition so i'm, I'm I'll, I'll say yay
1: um i'm a yay i actually bought a green blazer and i think i used it when i interviewed here just like as like a subtle like i'm wearing a green jacket um <laughs> i obviously got the job so here i am but it's i think it's cool i do think it's Like anytime someone's tried to copy it, like there's the golden or the yellow jacket or whatever. It's weird. I think the Masters is like the only one that can do something like that. agree. So I'll give it a yay just Well, it's
0: so old. I mean, it's been going on for how many years? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll give it a yay. All right. Yay or nay, match play.
0: If there's money on the line, yay. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, here's why. So I love match play because you don't have to technically play every hole. Right. So like people that know me and play golf, I love golf, right? But I love to golf and I like to gamble a little bit. And part of the fun of it is, is like, they always joke, they're like, Sherburn plays 18 holes, but he really only plays like five or six <laughs> holes because those are the holes that really matter. And I yeah. put all my effort into them. And uh, I love the fact that match plays a little bit like that. Like if you have a bad hole, okay, fine. On to the next one. Right. right? So and I also think when you're watching on TV, there's something fun. The pace sometimes can be a little faster. Yeah. The matches go a little quicker, things like that. So I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of match play.
1: Um, I'm not a big fan of playing match. Like if I'm actually in a turn, I don't like that so much. But as a viewer, I actually think it's really interesting. One, because of what you just said, pace of play is a whole different vibe. And two, because I feel like there are a lot of opportunities for either things to go wrong or for there to be more drama. So like somebody concedes a putt, but it was like farther away than it should. Whatever. Like I love watching. It. I think that the drama is there, so I'm going to give it a hard yay.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: um, yay or nay, pimento cheese sandwiches.
0: Oh biggest yay ever Really? Oh, it's I know it's weird. Actually, my wife thinks it's super weird. Yeah. I love pimento cheese sandwiches. Now, for people who haven't been to the Masters, it's even weirder down there because it is the cheapest white bread with this pimento cheese spread that they put on there and it's been sitting, you know, in a, zip, in, a in a like a baggie like the baggie you used to take to school with your lunch and it's a little bit on the warm side. Gross. I actually devour them and think they're awesome. <laughs> and now and when I don't go to the Masters, even my wife my dad does it. My mom. I make some for my dad and my wife makes. She'll, they'll make us try to remake the pimento cheese sandwiches. I love it. I think it's delicious. I know it's a little weird, but I'm a big fan of pimento cheese. In fact, when I saw this, you put this on this or nay, I'm like, now I'm going to want to have pimento cheese <laughs> sooner or later.
1: Um. Okay, so I have a very strong formulated opinion on this and that's that I think that they're gross, but I will be honest with you, I've never had a pimento cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I just think cheese sandwiches and the concept of, like, I've I've seen people who have made them and we've done, like, master's parties and stuff like that. Um, where we all wear green and it's fun. But I refuse. Like, I just, it I looks get it. gross. I, I
0: get it. It's a little bit like when you look at it, you hear like, well, is the texture. What's the texture going to yeah. be like? Like, oh. what's that? It's it's really, honestly, probably with like a Ritz cracker or something better. Oh, that's um, fair. But on the white bread, like the texture, I like it, but it's 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 different. But I'm a huge fan. It's a, you know, that Georgia thing. And, yeah. you know.
1: I'm going to give it an a name, but I do think it's cool that when you go to the Masters, it's like the original, it's like $2.50. Have you seen
0: where you can like buy like the master stuff. So like you can buy like a kit. I think you got to go, I don't know if it's masters.org or wherever. I had a couple buddies do it last year where you can go on there and you can buy like a master's viewing kit. Mm. And basically they send you like the different stuff. So like the, that they would have at the concession stands Ooh. and they'll, they'll give you like the the cups and the napkins and everything that you would get there. Plus like you can make your own pimento cheese sandwiches or you can make the cookie, the famous cookies, yeah. or you can make it. I can't remember where they got it. It might be masters.org because I think everything's run through the masters or whatever. but yeah, you can buy this box. We'll send it to you. And then you can have your own little spread at your own va- master's viewing oh, party. Yeah. See,
1: I, I wouldn't do the sandwich, but I like yeah, that. I think you get That's to really choose cool. what you want. Yeah. I could do a cookie. Yeah. I'm in for that. They
0: have, cause a lot of the stuff, if you haven't been to the master's, when you go to the food co- the place is specific to them. Like whether it's like an ice cream sandwich yeah. or, you know, the um, any of their sandwiches that they're uh, famous for, including the pimento cheese, it's kind of all proprietary. It's not like they go and just like grab it from like a, a vendor. Like, so yeah, there is something special to each food item you get there.
1: I, that's fair. Yeah. Um, this next one, it feels like an obvious answer, but yay or nay, fixing divot. He's fixing a divot! See,
0: actually, it's not because really? I'm not a big fan of people. F- so here's the thing. I'm not going to sit there and say that I'm a course superintendent, okay? <laughs> but I know a little bit about something. Most of the time, putting your divot back doesn't really do anything. It just dies, okay? Do
1: you have, like, the sand? So the sand. Okay, yeah. I'm
0: a big sand guy. Okay. Like, if you make a divot, throw the divot somewhere, but it with sand because okay. then you're going to have your fastest growth now if there's no sand i guess putting the the divot back is better than not right um but the odds are it's just going to be a dead piece of grass on top of that divot um until a greenskeeper or somebody comes by and actually fills it with seed um in some cases you might get some growth back but um yeah so i mean i'm always want somebody to fix their divot whether you're putting sand in it or putting it back but I, you know i think a lot of people are like oh i need to go put that divot back i'm like eh, i just room. don't
1: want to land in it like i, I understand that the grass isn't going to grow back necessarily, but if I'm the next group on the T, I don't want to land in your divot like I'd rather land on the dead piece on top of it so I can hit out of it. Like,
0: see, I and that's that's going to be each their own. I don't know if I would both would screw me. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be in the little sand if they put the sand there. But
1: I don't have a. I need to get one. Like they make those little things where yeah, you put you the sand and you pour it. I need to get. Most one.
0: golf courses are getting better with putting them on the carts or like you know. Uh, I know for us like it, uh, where I play, if we take a caddy, they make the caddies cut, walk around with like a little jar of it. Oh, and put okay. It in. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've never had that. I, I've i definitely, I've definitely made divots that I've put back. And I do, like I take my little divot, like I sit there probably for like 30 seconds trying to fix it. And my husband's like, let's go. I'm like, care. I'm just trying to make it okay. Because I don't want to be the person that pisses off the guy or girl behind me. Like that's yeah. what it is. Um, all right. And then lastly, yay or nay, March Madness. I think
0: we know where I stand yes, on this. Yes, we do. Your biggest yay ever. <laughs> uh, I love it. Because you like to it. gamble. Yeah. I lo- I, I, first of all, like college basketball is kind of fun to watch in the sense that they're not that great. Sure. Like, it's slower. It's a lot more missed shots. There's funniness to it, but there's a lot of passion because mm-hmm. these kids are like passionate about it. And, you know, it, and then again, yeah, it's fun to gamble on. It's fun to do all this stuff. I mean, the last two weeks, the text message threads are to die for yeah. of <laughs> all the people going back and forth of, you know, I lost talking smack about this you're talking smack about that. And just the whole thing about it just is fun to me.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big college sports fan just in general. Um, but I do like the idea that these kids are getting a ton of attention and in bo- it's both men and women. Cause there's obviously yeah. the, the women's bracket too. So I, I love that. I personally though, until it gets to the sweet 16, I don't give a shit. So it's kind of like a half nay for me.
0: Yeah. There's a couple, uh, the, what's the girl's name on the Iowa university of Iowa team. She makes everything <laughs> i mean literally she's score. she's like averaging 30 points a game jesus she's gonna be the next biggest thing yeah, and she'll she'll she's be the fun WM to watch play, for sure yeah
1: that's yeah that's cool i it's it's a it's a half nay i know my husband likes to bet on it he likes to do the brackets my our vp of marketing loves to he's in vegas right now betting on march madness so like it's a thing i get it it's just not my thing yeah so So we have a few questions this time around. Um, One of them is referencing our last show where we talked to Scotty G from SST Pure. Um, You, Nick, said uh, when we were talking to Scotty that the SST Pure tour truck was basically just a club champion on wheels so have you ever thought about making a tour van and how would you customize or trick out the tour van if so
0: so what's funny about this is we've actually had a tour van and so um joe lee one of our partners in this business uh could tell you this when he joined forces in 2010 and uh to ejl we created club champion ejl had a tour van we had actually mitchell golf's tour van uh from the pga tour and we had it uh, let's call it four or five years and uh we traveled around to the local clubs and it was pretty cool i mean it was the same van that was on the PGA tour and mm-hmm. we had a full workshop in there and then we had a whole setup we'd bring out in the range and we'd fit golfers you know I think we've talked about it on this show before you know it, it's it's outdoor fittings are great in mm-hmm. certain scenarios and then they're very difficult in a lot of scenarios uh whether it's golf balls it's conditioning of the uh range it's getting people focused it's weather you know it's just a lot of things and you know but that being said i love the tour vans yeah i think they're like the coolest thing ever and i loved when we had one yeah i love of driving it all over i had some great <laughs> stories of some road trips we did with that thing in fact joe was on one and um and he could i let him save that story for whenever we bring joe on to talk smack about each other but uh because i'm sure that story might come up in that because yeah i was might have been trying to get by with a flat tire but oh I'm like, my god there's two other <laughs> it was it's a dually tire so i'm like we still got a tire it's like Stop. it's like a plate it's probably like a pilot like one of the engines goes down well we still got the other no <laughs> no not, no we still got the other engine it's like not like we're going to crash. Oh my god. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> Anyway, I love tour vans and actually, to be honest with you, we've been approached many times because these tour vans get turned over whatever, every three, four or five years on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. We we constantly get, I asked, Hey, do you want to buy this tour van? And um, I think one day we will probably, you know, we still got a lot of white space to grow stores sure. as you will. Like, I mean, we still got another hundred and so we could put in the States. We still got international, there's a lot of different areas, but I do think there's an opportunity at some point when you're still looking to like, how can we fit more golfers? How can we we reach more golfers all that there'll be that opportunity where put the juice will be worth the squeeze mm-hmm. to get this tour van and get out there and have some fun because i mean yeah i mean it, it does like i think we talked what were we were talking with Scotty i don't think i could do that day weekend week out but it would be fun once in a while to take a tour van park it at a golf course and fit a bunch of golfers
1: um yeah i think that would be awesome i so some of our we get asked about mobile fitting sometimes which is kind of a similar concept um and some of our competitors do it but you kind of run into limitations because there's' like you can't fit fifty thousand combinations in a tour van, like you just can't do it. We
0: tried at our tour van and well, actually back then it was thirty five thousand. The setup, like yeah, like when you got there in the morning to get all that stuff out there. Oh holy smokes. like three hours of your day. Yeah, it's it easily. That's just a setup and then you gotta tear it down at night. Um, that's a great point too. Like that whole like having all the demos, mm-hmm. everything, you know, being able to move efficiently because you you know, as you know in our fits, we're measuring swing weights, mm-hmm. we're measuring loft and lies, we're measuring all this. Now, Tour van has all that, but I gotta run back and forth between the tour van to measure all that. We're in the store. You know, you have hot days, you have cold days, you have wind coming out of the north, south, east, west, all that, golf balls. You know, there was a lot of challenges to outdoor fittings. Um, and I've always said this about outdoor fittings. I think, you know, for the tour player that's really in tune with everything and knows everything, feel everything and has that ability, that I get it. But like I still think they can be fit indoors, outdoors. But most people outdoors, they can't tell what the elements are doing mm-hmm. to what the golf club's doing. And yeah. that's what I love about indoor fits in general, is it's very uh, um, controlled environment which i can see what variables are affecting what. Right. So
1: I think we could still like if we ever do it we got to trick it out with like like a
0: bar. Oh god, it would like be like it's got yeah, like the oh, back of a limo. Oh, it, yes. You
1: know those limos that have hot tubs in the back of them? Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> have you Well, i mean if you've seen some of these tour vans, tour vans aren't what they were t- even 10 years ago. No, i know. I mean these things are like the tailor-made ones like two stories.
1: Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, i yeah, of course we're going to have a hot tub, we're going to have a martini <laughs> bar, we're going to have a cigar lounge. Here we go. None yeah. of this is
1: actually going to be golf related. We're just, Gonna be on the tour. Yeah. <laughs> with this cool well, ass well, man. Yeah,
0: we'll just hang out. It, it'll be the ha- Oh, man. What? A, yeah, a mobile like uh, like relaxation center. Yeah. That's what we are. We're Done. the mobile lounge club champions. The mobile lounge for the PGA Tour. There we go.
1: <laughs> I think you just came up with a whole new concept for our brand. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, we had another question. So uh, this is interesting. I'm actually I'm interested to hear your answer. So how often do you deal with botched fits? So what they mean by that is someone coming in from a Another, like a competitor somewhere else so they were fitted into something that just does not work for them. Like, how do you fix that?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, how do you fix it? You just refit and hopefully you can take some of the components that they've already spent some money on and mm-hmm. rework it, right? And so, you know, I see this a lot. There's different philosophies in how you fit golf clubs. You know, for me, you know, we start by creating the best ball speed. How do you create the best ball speed? Get the right shaft the right, uh, the right shaft that gets you swinging at the fastest and gets you back to square and hit in the center the most often. And when you do that, it usually straightens it out and and you get a new head. So like what I see a lot of times because of the limitations that the fitters have in other places, whether it's components or just knowledge, they'll try to fix everything with either a head or a shaft. They, they don't really have that chance of combining them to make it this one unit. And so, you know, a lot of times what we can do is, you know, if we see a botch fit and the person's like, well, I just bought these, but they're not working. That's why I'm here. You know, hopefully we can save the heads and put some new shafts or save the shafts and put some new heads on it. Or, you know, sometimes it's the, you know, a lot of fits. You don't get to even play with swing weight, things like that, yeah. maybe even lock. Lie. So sometimes it's just retuning in swing weight or loft and lie, but you know, um we see it a lot. It's and again it's our fit fitting approach is much different than most places because we have the tools and the ability to do so, whether it's our technology, it's our demo matrix, our build capabilities, all those things. There's nothing off out of the question to make you play better golf. And so that allows us to, you know, do a lot more. So you know, I always tell people I go, you know, I don't want to call, I don't want to throw our competitors under the bus. Everybody's trying their best to do their what they can do. It's just it's wild. You club to Club champion, it's literally, you know, you, anything can happen. We can make anything happen, whether it's a build, a demo, a whatever, we'll make sure that the numbers line up and you have a golf club that works. And so in a botched fit situation, don't be afraid to have somebody take a second opinion. Just be honest, say, hey, I spent a lot of money on these from somewhere, but they're not working. Is there anything I could do? We'll give you, we'll, we'll show you. And maybe we can just rework them a little bit.
1: And I think they're so botched is like a really aggressive, like negative word. I think this happens a lot more often if you kind of pull back and say like, when we have people coming in who just were limited in their previous fitting. So like we were just talking about with the tour van, maybe they went to just their um, club pro who only had Titleist bags or whatever. Or maybe they went somewhere that didn't have 50,000 combinations and they didn't, they only had stock options or whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with either of those options unless you really truly want your best fit. So I wouldn't call that a botched fit necessarily, but we see it every, like almost every time somebody comes in, they're like, Hey, I did this and I, it just isn't working for me as well as I thought it would. Well, so we're like, Hey, we have all these options. We can fix it.
0: This is one of the things and Cassie, you've heard me say this a lot times because I say it, you know, we should market it all the time. And I know I talk about it and we talk about it and we add it more and more, but this is, this is why the custom build is so important. People go, ah, club champion's expensive. You know, I could have gotten, got those KBSs in, you know, as a free upgrade from TaylorMade and blah, 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 blah. Okay do you think we don't know that? Right. We know that. And, and and you're happy to. we're happy to order that for mm-hmm. you. What we're trying to explain is, is when you go get fit, there's a translation between the club you had in your fitting and the club that actually ends up in your bag and you play golf with. And if you build golf clubs, it's just not gluing a head in a shaft and cutting it and putting a grip on it, although people want to make it that easy. It's not. There's right. a lot of little waiting that goes on in a golf club, tipping, peering, you name it. And so one of the special things that Club Champion does is, and I don't want to scare anybody. You can order a custom set from TaylorMade through us, yeah. but we're going to try to show you the benefit of having us build it to the tour quality the same quality that the tour players would get where it's built to your specific needs matching the club that hits in the fitting bay and getting you those better scores out on the golf course that's what true club fitting is is getting a club not only a great club fitting but also the clubs that match it and make you a better golfer on the golf course and that's what the whole business model set around is to show people that
1: yeah and it's also worth noting that even if you see something as a free upgrade online that doesn't mean it's the aftermarket version there's a reason the word fentus exists yeah. because it's a ventus but it's not because there's no vela court like yeah. just because you think you're seeing something so much doesn't of that mean, of it's yeah. so
0: much of that out of there and i get it it's you not know, it's like we bullshit. talk everybody runs to price and i tell everyone i go listen buying a custom club is not the difference between buying a mercedes and a buick okay right. we're talking a couple hundred bucks here and there and over the grand scheme of your golf in career and how much you love golf and people have heard me say this we spent as golfers we spend so much time on golf it's a top five thing in your life if you really thought, thought about time consumption which time is the only concept it in your life. For the most part, you can't change time, right? So you want to spend money on things that you spend your time on playing better golf. If you're spending time playing golf, you want to play better golf, spend the extra couple hundred bucks, get a golf club custom built for you and make sure it performs on the golf course. And it translates from the fitting in which you got excited about.
1: Right. Like you saw the data. There you go. Take it home. (laughs) Um, All right. And then, so our last one is a little more fun. I'm so excited for this. So (laughs) what is your hottest take about the masters?
0: So, so as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the masters is uh, some of its quirkiness mm-hmm. is what makes it tradition and what makes it awesome. Whether it's the food we've talked about or anything, there's a lot we could go on and on and on about all the little traditions. There's one that I have a huge problem with, and it's the cell phone thing. They <gasps> that was going to be mine. They still, they still sit there and have pay phones. Yes, At the Masters. And people use them. I saw them last year when I was there, people using payphones. I'm like, this is insane. Crazy. So here's why. So the first time I went to the Masters, I was with my dad and we took him for his 60th birthday. And, you know, I left mine in the car. I didn't even try to chance it. I didn't even try whatever. But when I got up there, I thought I remember I remembered them having like a cell phone place where you could put it in a cubby. And then that way I could have at least like gone out and gotten it, whatever, checked it because we all know I'm a slave to my phone. (laughs) And uh, I am like like, the worst. Everybody around here makes fun of me. because if you see me walking around the warehouse, odds are I'm checking emails as I'm walking to my next destination. (laughs) Um, And so anyway, last year I went and we had, it was, you know, um, it wasn't the November one. It was the actual one, but I had Berkman tickets, which is a super exclusive club on the backside of the Masters. And most people don't even know it exists. They have like eight or nine restaurants, all food and booze included for the day. It's the who's who's like um, Condoleezza Rice talked to me for 15 minutes while I was waiting to putt on this replica putting green. She was awesome. We were talking about, cause she lives out in San Francisco getting her fitted up. My point is, is, is I, I was like, okay, so I'm going to this super cool custom experience, which by the way ruined me. Cause now I never want to go back unless I have that, Yeah. but it's almost impossible to get, I mean, they don't sell those tickets. You gotta have to have somebody invite you. And right. like, they want to, you know, they have to rotate every year who they're bringing because there's just not that many. I'm like, okay, there's gotta be like these cubbies. So I get up there with my phone and the guys I'm with are like, why do you have your phone? I'm like, well, because I'll either keep it in the cubby or I'll sneak it by. Maybe Berkman's will let me sneak it by. So, of course, I get there. It's a big no. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, well, do you have the cubbies? Like, you can put it now with COVID. We didn't. We we got rid of those. Oh. So I went and found a tree. Of course you did. And I hid it in the tree. <laughs> I hid my phone in the tree. How did you remember where the tree was? Oh, well, I remembered where the tree was. Went into the masters, did the whole masters things for nine hours or whatever, came out and found my phone. I was like, I, I did start to panic at the end of the day. Like, will my phone still be in this tree? Yeah. And it was. Oh So my then gosh. the next day, we went two days in a row and they were like, so uh, are you taking your phone in? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hide it in the same tree. And I hid it in the same tree for two days. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: It is creative.
0: I have to give you credit. It is creative. <laughs> I, I hit it in the tree for two days. And um, it was, but it drives me nuts. Like I get the traditions. I get everything else. And there's a lot of things that like I would never change because it would ruin mm-hmm. kind of what they've set up there. This cell phone thing in 2022, it's like all the other tournaments, people figured out how to be generally respectful of it. All that kind of stuff. I mean, people are go- a lot of times people that go to the masters this is still once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. That ability. Cause like you literally see people walking around with like the, the old school phones or like, what are they? Uh, um, cameras, like the the disposable cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. You still see people walking around with disposable cameras and things like that, and it's just like, what? What are we doing here? <laughs> Why can't?
1: Why can't we just be? Yeah. The twenty first century. Yeah. yeah. That was going to be mine, but I I have a backup one um, that isn't my take, and I don't know necessarily that I agree with it or disagree with it or whatever, but the hottest master's take I've ever heard is from, so there's a long drive competitor. His name is Maurice Allen. He's incredible. Like he's super, like just so talented, super fun. Um, So if you guys ever want to watch some really fun long drive content, go look at Maurice Allen. Um, His take though was that the master's needs to be renamed because of the connotation of the word master. And I don't want to get political or anything like that, (laughs) but it was like, oh my gosh. Like, first of all, I've never even thought about that way and second of all totally fine to have that take, but I was like, I yeah, can't, I don't see that ever happening. Yeah.
0: That's, that's where we, we as a society sometimes take things a little too far. Like no one ever, I mean, if you know the history of the masters, that's not, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's so far removed, but yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't heard that one.
1: Yeah. So, and that I heard that and I was like, well, I, it's interesting. Like it's an interesting take and you like. You can
0: change the name of the masters. I mean, you yeah. Can't, I'm sorry.
1: No, I agree with that. I agree that you can't change at this point. By the way, I mean, point.
0: it's like, that would be like, uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: It's not. Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to get political, but I heard that take. And I was like, wow! Like I actually stopped and thought about it, and I was like, I have never heard anybody say anything like that. But
0: me all right, either I well, I, that's not. I mean, when they say Masters, it was supposed to like when this tournament came out, it was supposed to be the best, of the best, the yeah, Masters, yeah. and that was the whole idea. And that's that's honestly because part of me sometimes sits there and goes, you know, they let it, you know, they let these amateurs in, which are pretty cool, but like it would be cooler if they if they let in a little bit more of that, mm-hmm. even. And then I thought to myself, I go, really, the whole point about the the tournament in general is the fact that it's supposed to be. I mean, when they set that thing up, they wanted it to be literally the best of the best right. in the world. plain. right? Well, and that's why you
1: have invites and everything. Yeah, so. and
0: pretty much it's it's become that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah.
1: Not to deviate. No kind one of...
0: passes up the Masters, well, except for from except Phil Mickelson. for Phil Mickelson.
1: <laughs> that's funny, man. This is a whole this is a weird drama situation. Yeah. Not to deviate too far from that necessarily, but you know how when you get a master's degree, like you can technically like put M.A. at the end of your name or whatever. Do you think that the golfers who win the Masters are like using Master as a title or like using like comma M.A. At the
0: <laughs> they probably do, comma Masters champion. Yeah. I would.
1: I would too. Well, and and for some any those,
0: any major, I would do that. But list them all. Tiger would have to list a lot. He'd
1: have to list all of them. Well, and then you also get into like Ryder Cup. You get into like Justin Rose is a gold medalist. Like,
0: please tell me, Tiger. I just I I, I know we'll know probably by the time this is out. Um, but God, I hope Tiger's playing.
1: That would be incredible. Not
0: that I I will say this. I'm gonna preface. I don't expect him to win. No, of course not. But it will be cool to see him. At the Masters, yeah.
1: I I imagine and this is me just pulling this out of my ass because I have no data to support this, but I imagine he would at least be in attendance if he's not playing. I imagine he'd at least be on course.
0: No, because he hasn't done that in the past.
1: But for I mean for this year, like he
0: might go to like the master the champions dinner. Yeah. But I don't know if he'll do anything else. You know, my, I I almost had a hot take when I was thinking about this, about the Par 3 contest, because mm-hmm. I do love the fact that it's fun for the players. I do love the fact that it's fun for their families. As a spectator, like because I've been there on a Wednesday... It's kind of weak. It's a little weird. Um, and I I I think having that like the night before the tournament's a little weird. Like, I don't know.
1: I have another hot take. The jumpsuits are weird. I like the jumpsuits. I think they're so weird. (laughs) I
0: I think they're kind of I almost want all caddies to wear them.
1: No. Oh my, they've gotta be sweating bullets. No, no, they're in bullets.
0: No, they're in their they're in their skippies underneath. If
1: I have to pull my whole outfit down to pee, it's a problem. Like, especially in a porta potty, you'd have to like unzip everything and be happy jumpsuits
0: have the dual zipper though so you can go up and down
1: how many jumpsuits do you wear how do you know this you know i
0: well no no no. well uh, (laughs) i do own a farm so i do have a jumpsuit (laughs) but that being said uh butler national here down the street from us uh, another famous golf course hard golf course they make everybody wear jumpsuits and i caddied there one summer and i had to wear a jumpsuit i actually had to buy it and then wear it
1: oh my gosh i just feel like it'd be so uncomfortable And I I already feel like they they just wear shorts, be comfortable, do whatever you got to do because you're out there to work. But I think the jumpsuits are weird. And you like sweat through them because they're white. Yeah, but
0: they try to keep everything the same. Like then you'd have to change. Let's say this. What if I told you? Then we have to change the leaderboards because, you know, well, all the leaderboards are old school, like Wrigley. They're all hand done. They're all hand done. They're not digital like other tournaments. All the other tournaments just have digital scoreboards.
1: Yeah, I I love that. The master
0: still has the original, you know, they put them in. I love it, too. I think it's cool. So like that part doesn't bother me. cell phone is really the only one where i'm like okay move on we need to move on from this um it's kind of like like here one of my favorite golf courses here in chicago chicago golf okay and it's old school it's great it's i love it and uh but they don't let you use a yardage finder
1: Mm, That's so
0: you still get a yardage book sure and you still have the old school um sprinkler heads Mm -hmm. and you have to walk off everything
1: as we we talked about that at one point yeah that's crazy
0: it It is like, here's the thing. It's fun. Like if you have a, if you're with a caddy, it doesn't matter. Like they'll get it for you real quick. But for an average golfer trying to sit there and find the, you know, the, the sprinkler heads and look at his book and go like this. I'm just like, I get it. It's part of that tradition. It's part of that experience, but it is 2022. Let me just shoot it with the, you know, the (laughs) range finder and let's get on with our golf. You know? Yeah. I mean, we don't want to make golf so hard that people and so time consuming that they can't do it at all. Like the range finder makes it quicker.
1: Sure. That's fair. That's not that hot of a take. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. Next time you hear from us, uh, we will have a guest joining us. We're really excited about this guest. We're actually bringing on our friend Ian Frazier from TXG. So we're really excited to talk to him, talk a little bit about TXG, how TXG and Club Champion have a lot of synergies um, and then hear kind of his perspective on the custom fitting world.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a good one. I mean, obviously he has a lot more uh, followers than we do at this point, but um, you know, you'll be shocked to see that uh, Ian and I have known each other. God, it's probably been 15 years Yeah. and there's a lot of commonalities and that's why the partnership uh, Uh, of what we did makes sense. And I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about it.
1: Yeah, we'll talk to you guys then. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Fits with the Founder. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to support the show. And if you want more equipment content, follow Club Champion on Instagram.